0: Welcome back to another episode of Who's on the Lord's Side. So when we last left off, we were talking about Tubal-Cain Freemasonry. Um, how according to the legend of the Freemasons and the Rosicrucian legend, Hiram Abiff was a descendant of Cain and also Tubal-Cain, okay? That not only did the Freemasonry hold Hiram Abiff, their Grandmaster, in high regard, but also his... Um, ancestor Tubal-Cain in an even higher regard because they consider him uh, kind of like the chief blacksmith, right? And we know that uh, Tubal-Cain is connected to Cain, who also trains back to a fallen angel, right? Now, we also talked about how Cain's line must have then obviously survived the flood in order to then somehow we appear somehow for that knowledge to, to somehow come again or for Hiram or any of his descendants to continue and then it kind of got kind of cloudy there and I didn't have too much information but since that time I have spent hours I mean hours on the internet my eyes are still burning Trying to put this genealogy together because I'm like, it all has to just, you just have to probably just follow the genealogy. And when we follow our side, we have a pretty good idea what's going on. But when we follow the other side, that's when things get choppy, especially with Enoch's. I mean, excuse me, with um, Cain's descendants, because they only go from, uh, I guess, his first son, Enoch, all the way down to his descendant, Lamech. Lamech swears over and over that if um, Kane's going to be avenged and he's going to be avenged as well. And then it's kind of quiet after that. So <clears throat> I was looking and boy was I looking. And I finally came across that I, I, the, the, that the discrepancy for me was who were the wives on the ark? Right, Because if we're going back to the fallen angels came down, we know that they, they corrupted Eve so that Cain was uh, a son of a fallen angel. We know that then the seed line started to get contaminated through the fallen angels, baited with mortal women. But we pretty much have understanding that that was Cain's children and that Seth's children, uh, the pious bloodline stayed on the mount and pretty much procreated amongst themselves to keep the bloodline pure. But then we also know that the Watchers and Cain's children got so bad running amok on the earth that God decided to send a flood, which is when he sent the warning to Noah to build the ark. And then that him, his three sons, and their wives, the eight of them, and the animals, would all board the ark and repopulate uh, the post-flood world. Okay, So we know that also before the flood... Because we talked about this in a previous episode. It says on our side, the children of Seth set up two pillars. This is the same two pillars that we're talking about uh, today that they use in Freemasonry as symbolism. Because, you know, they talk about knowledge and hidden knowledge. And I will again read from Josephus uh, chapter. This is a, a Josephus, the Antiquity of the Jews, book one, chapter two. And I'll be reading from verse 69. But I would say about two sentences into verse 69 where they're talking about the children of Seth here and it says they also were the inventors of that particular sort of wisdom which is concerned with the heavenly bodies and their order and that their inventions might not be lost before they were sufficiently known upon adam's prediction that the world was to be destroyed at one time by the force of fire and at another time by the violence of quantity of water they made two pillars the one of brick and the other of stone they inscribed their discoveries on them both that in case the pillar or brick should be destroyed by the flood the pillar or stone might remain and exhibit those discoveries to mankind and also inform them that there was another pillar of brick erected by them okay now um it says here in josephus now this remains in the land of syria to this day now obviously josephus was writing in uh, post post-flood times, okay, so these pillars were real, and like I said, on their side, they have um, legend as well, that they don't, there, on their side, it's either Cain or Seth, okay, they're not sure, but they acquired uh, the knowledge of those pillars as well, and we see that in their symbolism there. Now, again, for me, it all goes back to these wives on the boat, because, and then I found out something about one of the sons as well, a question mark, a, a question mark that I still don't know, but when it comes down to these wives, we have um, two potential wives of Noah. Okay, we we have Noah. If you look, Google it up or look it up or do your homework or history, you could she's either Emzara on Jubilees they call her Emzara, or she's either Nama. Okay, now I find her to be named Nama in Jasher. She's specifically called Nama in the Book of Jasher. And I want to go on ahead and um pull that up for you now. So this is the book of Jasher, chapter 5, verses 15 through 18 is what I want to read to you all. This is um, where Nama is mentioned by name. So it says here in verse 15, And thou shalt raise up seed and thy children with thee in the midst of the earth. And Noah went and took a wife, and he chose Nama, the daughter of Enoch. And she was 580 years old. And Noah was 498 years old when he took Nama for a wife. So we have Nama named, okay, already. And they also say that she is a daughter of Enoch. Remember, in the previous episode, we talked about the generations or the descendants of Cain versus the genealogy and descendants of Seth. And we saw that there was a lot of similarities in the names, such as two Enochs and two Lamechs. Enoch being the first son, Cain's very first son, Enoch. Okay, and I also showed you all and we're going to go to Genesis where it says that Lamex, one of his two wives, I believe it was um, Zillah, is the mother of Tubal-Cain and his sister Nama. So this is the only time we see Nama to have a connection and to understand that this is potentially um, Cain's daughter. So when they say Enoch's daughter I'm not sure if they're talking about Enoch on this side or if they're really talking about Enoch on the other side because remember Cain I don't know he doesn't really they don't really count him in any Julian so he doesn't fall into Adams you know I guess he just belongs to the fallen but maybe they just meant Enoch now even if you don't uh, consider Nama a daughter of Cain I'm going to show you how somehow his his line was still on this belt so we're going to just follow this out. And it just says in verse 17 Nama conceived and bare a son. And he called his name Japheth, saying, God has enlarged me in the earth. And she conceived again and bare a son. And he called his name Shem, saying, God made me a remnant to raise up seed in the midst of the earth. And Noah was 502 years old when Nama bare Shem. And the boys grew up and went in the ways of the Lord, and all that Methuselah and Noah their fathers taught them. Now, you know what strikes me as very interesting with this passage? No, listen, is that I don't see that it says that she gave birth to Ham. They're going to say that Noah, because he's the man, you know, this is his his seeds. They're going to say that he had three, uh, Ham, Japheth, and Shem, But I found it very surprising because I was just reading, and I'm like, okay, and then I was reading, and something just stood out to me. It really should have went over my head, but something just stood out to me, okay, like, where is Ham? I'll read it again. She conceived and bare a son, and he called his name Japheth, meaning um, no one named him, okay? And then again, she conceived and bare a son, and he, meaning Noah, called his name Shem, saying, God has made me a remnant to raise up a seed in the midst of the earth. And Noah was 502 years old when Nama bare Shem and the boys grew up and went in the ways of the Lord and all that Methuselah and Noah their father taught them. Now that's not to say that Nama is not the mother of Ham. I just find it very interesting. So then between that at the end of the rest of the end of chapter five, which is what I'm reading in, and right when the flood occurs in chapter six, they don't even mention a birth of Ham. It's just eventually there's Ham. And this is according to Jasher. Okay, it doesn't say it, 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 that doesn't mean they're saying Nama wasn't the mother, but I also remember when I did who was the father of Cain that I had stumbled across some information. I have to go back to that episode, and I don't know why I did what I did with that the notes for it for that episode so long ago, but I know it's here because I don't throw anything out. That I remember there was Amzara, and I remember there was Nama, and the historical reason that I have found from a very credible Jewish reference had said that Noah had two wives, that Amzara was actually the one in Jubilees. She's actually his wife, the first wife, and that she passed away. Apparently, a lot of people started to pass away, like right here in the Book of Jasher. If you have it, you'll see before the flood, it'll start to say Enosh died, Canaan died, Mahalalel died, Jared died. Um, and then, and then God warns of the flood and then more people starts to pass away. Like Lamech died. This is all on Seth's side. And I'll never forget, I think in the books of Adam and Eve or something like that, it it said that they didn't pass away because God knew the flood was coming and it wasn't meant for them to die in the flood. So he was just calling in the time. Everybody was checking out as it was supposed to be. Their time was running out as God had made it for them to run out. It was not meant for them to be dying by the flood. So he was just calling them all home. And then, um, meanwhile, The the few people that was up on the mountain, because some of the children of Seth got swayed off the mountain, too. This is how, by the time you got Noah getting on the boat with his children, where or how come the children of Seth didn't make it on? Why didn't more of the children of Seth make it on? It's because they got swayed off the mountain. That's also talked about in those books. They intentionally drew them off the mountain with music, colors, everything to seduce them down, okay? One by one, they went off that mountain until a lot of them got caught up. Then the flood came. All I'm simply saying is, where is Ham? I didn't see that. Okay, was, was Ham born after the flood? I, I just don't see it. <clears throat> and by the time they're talking about him, he's grown. Because then they talk about the flood ends. And then it says the generations of Noah from, from Japheth, Ham, moving on. But that's not what I want to talk to you all about. <coughs> this where it gets very interesting. I started to look up. I started to look up. Um, who was the wives of everybody on the boat and of course Nama was Noah's wife we are to really be done with her we talked about her now we got to move on we got to talk about Ham's wife all right now Ham's wife is mentioned by name okay and I know for a fact it's in the book of Joshua. we're gonna get to that in a second I'm going to get to where uh, her name is for a second. But her name is Niela Tamauk. Tamuk. Now, this name is long. Niela Tamauk. It's spelled N-E-E-L-A-T-A-M-A-U-K. Okay? And sometimes there's an apostrophe in it already. i am be honest with you. Already it has an Egyptian type of tone to it. Okay? But this is um, her name. And... It says here, when I started to do the genealogy, being that she is supposed to be Ham's wife, I wanted to know who was her, uh, I guess you could say, immediate family. Now, before I talk about her immediate family, I just want to show y'all in Jubilees where she is mentioned by name, as far as Nellyama, okay? Let me go get that book. Jubilees is right here. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) We're going to go to Jubilees chapter seven. Okay, Jubilees, verse 12. So it says, um, well, let's go to verse 7. Because we're talking about how um, Ham saw his father naked and that somehow leads into the name of his wife. So it says, in the evening, as he went into his tent, they're talking about Noah. And being drunken, he lay down and slept and was uncovered in his tent as he slept. And Ham saw Noah, his father naked, and went out and told his two brothers, It says in parentheses, ridiculed his father to his two brothers who were outside. Shem took his garment and arose, he, Japheth, and they placed the garment on their shoulders and went backward and covered the shame of their father, and their faces were backward. says, Noah awoke from sleep and knew all, says question mark, abuse, I mean, in parentheses, abuse that his younger son had done to him. He cursed, saying, cursed be Canaan, and enslaved servant shall he be to his brethren. And then he blessed Shem and said, "Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant." Now, when you when you jump down here to verse thirteen, it says that Ham knew that his father had cursed him, and cursed him, his younger son, and he was displeased that he had cursed him and his son. So he said he parted from his father, meaning separated, went his own way, took him and his sons Cush and Mizraim, put in Canaan, and built for himself a city. And called its name after the after the name of his wife Neelamauk or Neela Tamauk, Neela Tamauk. That's what I'm gonna say her name was. So we have her listed here, the same way we have the names of Japheth's uh, wife and Shem. Wife. So we might as well just read it out one time. Verse fifteen. Japheth's wife. Japheth saw it and became envious of his brother, and he too built for himself a city, and he called its name after the name of his wife. Uh, Ada Tenisi's Shem dwelt with his father Noah and he built a city close to his father on the mountain and he too called it after the name of his wife Siddiqui Telibab. Okay, so now we have the name of it. Shem Siddiqui Telibab, his wife. Japheth Ada Tanises. And we have um, for him Nila Tamauk. All of these names is important. Cause now we're going to do the genealogy of all these people and see who do they lead back to. Were these daughters the daughters of of um, Seth? Were they the daughters of, um, I guess you could say, Adam? Or did they lead back to being the daughters of Cain, who would be daughters of the fallen one? That's what we're going to find out right now. So after I did all that, we find out uh, in genealogy. Now, this is where I was losing my, I just so much so much going to this genealogy so here's what we're going to do here is do the genealogy of yeah. cannot pronounce her name but there's a lot of important things you need to know about her like that as long as her name is that's not her full name her full name is egyptus neilatama olivia okay egyptus neilatama olivia now, that is important because, believe it or not, we don't follow Mormon tradition. But on the Mormon side, and believe it or not, the Mormon church was created by the, the, uh, the 13 bloodlines. I couldn't tell you which bloodline, but you know, most of these you know organizations have been set up to make people see things the way they want them to see it. But they do have a book of Abraham that they referred to, and I'm just going to tell you this legend here. But then also tie it to what i found in genealogy over here right so they have a legend there and i'm just going to paraphrase it, it is just that um egyptus was ham's wife and that she was a descendant of cain now egyptus being ham's wife Uh, supposedly had a descendant with Ham, who became Isis, or the first goddess of Egypt, and she, according to their legend, found Egypt underwater, and then later on Mizraim, who also is supposed to be the uh, child of, or the sister of, I guess you could say Isis or Egyptus, they're supposed to be brother and sister. He becomes the first pharaoh. And we know that Mizraim is Egypt, though, so to speak. This is on their side. Now, so I heard that, and I said, Egyptus, Egyptus. I'm like, "But well, that doesn't make sense because you have... This is before I found out that this woman's name is Egyptus, Nila Tamuk, Olivia, okay? Bent, bent means daughter. When they talk about genealogy, they say ben, meaning son of, or bent, meaning daughter of. So her name is Egyptus Nila Tamuk, Olivia, bent, daughter of, Ilya right? Which I said, I don't know, but one Ilya came and he don't come until later. So I had to really dig deep for that as well. But right now, we're just going to talk about Egyptus. I said, I don't know who Egyptus is because over here on my side, they say that it was a Neil Tamaluk. So already I'm ready to throw it out the door. Until I found genealogy that said this was her full name. So all they was really doing over there was saying one version of her name and then Neil Tamaluk over here. They might have even done that on purpose so that our side don't pay attention to where. I'm going to show you where Cain's children eventually went to go. So now it says here that um, her father was Elia Kim. I don't know who the hell Elia Kim is except for that I went to go and look up... uh, who his father might be, and it said, Methuselah, now, I'm going to break this all down to you, now, when I said, Methuselah, here I am, I said, wait a minute, this is where we're going to get confused again, because there's two, um, there's not two Methuselahs, but on their side, there's a Methusael, and in some translation, it says Methuselah, just like there's two Enoch's, and there's two Lamech's, so it said, it was Methuselah, and I said, who was Methuselah's father, it says Mahajael. once they had said Mahajael, I knew he was talking about Cain's line, and then when I looked again, who is Mahajal's father, it came back to Irad. Irad is not on Seth's line, it would be Jared. And then from Irad, who's Irad's father, it would be Enoch. And I'm gonna show you where I got all this. And then from Enoch, who would be his father, it would be Cain. Okay, so what it was basically saying, it, and who's Cain's father is the son of a fallen angel. So if you have the fallen angel, whose son is Cain, and then Cain's uh, first son is Enoch, then you have Irad, then you have Mahajael. then you have Methuselah. But I said, in Genesis, after Methuselah on Cain's sign is Lamech. I said, so where the hell do we get this Eliakim? Until I went and did the genealogy search. I'm going to tell you, it's all. It's called Jean Annette. Jean, Jean, Gene Annette, Gene, Gene, G-E-N-E, org. And really, a lot of ancestry historical things will put this together for you. It's, it, um, if you look for it, some of them you have to sign up. I'm not going to lie, I signed up and, and I look, I'm looking and I found it. Free sign-ups. I didn't find anything where I had to um pay anything, but trust me, if I had to... No, I did find, I think, Ancestry.com, but I was not trying to go that deep. <laughs> I left it alone. And so, um, what I'm basically saying is you have Fallen Angel to Cain, Cain to Enoch, Enoch to Irad, Irad to Mahajael, Mahajael to Methuselah, Methuselah, and then Nola but Elia Kim... And that's when I'm going to go show y'all what I found. I'm just going to go straight to the website so I can read it straight to you all. From there, because I was screaming. By the time it was all coming together, I couldn't believe it. I had to really make sure that I was seeing what I was seeing before I even came on here to say anything. So here, I'm going back to the family tree. I'm going to go back because I was, I was just going all over the place with this. I really love this tool. Is very helpful. So here we go with um Egyptus. Remember, this is gene Annette Jean Annette.org. Okay. And it says Egyptus, Olivia bent Elliot Kim. And it said that her father was Methuselah. Like I said, I went to Methuselah. Uh oh, this internet is getting real slow on me. Let me see if I took a picture of what it was that I want to show y'all concerning um, what I found about um, Eliakim being related to Lamech. Apparently, Methuselah, even though they put Lamech next in line, it says descendant didn't just have Lamech as a son. Eliakim was one of his sons. And this is where Egyptus Nila Tamuk Olivia Bent descended from as far as being His daughter. Now, if y'all think I'm crazy, before I go back to this, um, geneannette.org, I'm gonna take you all over to in the ancient book of Jasher, chapter five. Okay, it says in chapter five, verse 34, when the building of the ark started, it says, In his fifth hundred and 95th year, Noah commenced to make the ark and he made the ark in five years as the Lord had commanded. Then Noah took the three daughters of Eliakim, son of Methuselah, for wives of his son as the Lord had commanded Noah. So that's what it says here. So the name Eliakim comes up here. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. But at the same time, I don't know what they're... All I know is, Delia Kim is mentioned in the ancient book of Jasher. It says that um, he took four his sons' daughters from him. Well, guess what? All three daughters that's on that boat, Nelatetamukka, um, Siddiqui Kilitagabab. I'm saying all them names wrong. I'm sorry about it. And um, Adana nieces they're all Elia Kim's uh, daughters. And Elia Kim is supposed to be a brother of Lamech. Not Lamech on the side of Seth, but Lamech on the side of Cain. Okay. And then I'm going to go back to Jeannie Annette now. JeanneAnnette.org now. I'm just butchering up everything. I'm tired. <laughs> All right, let's go back to um Elia Kim. So now look, this is what it says here. Elia Kim Ben Methuselah. Remember Ben means son of. Elia Kim was the son of Methuselah. Now when they're talking about who Methuselah, they're saying that Methuselah is really Methusael. Okay, so Elia Kim's father, even though it says Methusael Methuselah, it says here parents is. Methusael. This is what I was saying about my translation in the Bible. Because if you go to Genesis over here, some some translation says Methuselah, some some translation says Methusael. I know my translation says uh, Methusael. This would be in the descendants of Cain. And the descendants of Cain come up in chapter four. So yeah, it says right here. That Enoch, remember now. See here, it it says right here too. Just so you know, what I'm following, what I'm saying, it says Enoch, Irad, Mahujael. There is no Mahujael on Seth's side. It's Mahula or Mahulalil. You gotta know the different sides and then it says Mahujael Baget Mathuzayel. And all this goes through until Lamech because it switches up and it starts talking about Eliakim. Kim. And the only reason it switches to Elia Kim is because we're specifically asking who is uh the father of Nila Tamauk in order to find out what's going on here. And that's what we did. So it says here that Eliakim fathers Menthusael. Now that's uh now Menthusael father is supposed to, supposed to be Mahajalil according to here. And they have resources for this. They'll tell you exactly where ancestry family trees of um of Jewish genealogy, they'll tell you everywhere all these notes are coming from. So it's not like they just putting it together, okay? And then it says here that Mahujaliel father, he, or he was uh, the Ben or son of Irad. And we know Irad is not on, on, on um, Seth's side. And I'm, I'm looking at it. And it says Irad right here will be the son of Enoch. And then you, and it even tells you who the mothers are. But right now I'm following the fathers because I'm following the fathers to see if I could get back to who. And as soon as I put Irad son of Enoch, it says Enoch son of Cain. And this is me just going backwards. Now we're going to follow up the, um, the other young ladies. And by the other young ladies, I mean the sisters. It says right here that Elia Kim's wife was Edna. And Edna is also could be um, Ada. Ada also can translate to Edna. And it says Bent because Bent is a uh, daughter. Bent of Azrael. So her mother's name was Azrael, Her father was Mahajayel on Cain's side. And it says that Eliakim's children was Egyptus and Nila Tama'uk Olivia Bent. Bent, meaning daughter of Eliakim. And then it says her second daughter was Siddiqui Telebab Bent, meaning daughter of Eliakim. And lastly, Ada Tanisis Bent, Eliakim, daughter of Eliakim. Okay. And I just told you let me go trace this Methusael, who's the daughter of all, who's the father of all three of these women. But I'm going to tell you why why it's important who Nila Tamuk ended up being. Because she's Egyptus. And Egyptus did exist. So even though even if you don't want to stick with the Mormon story, and I'm asking asking nobody to stick with Mormon legend because it's truth mixed with lies all over that. It's, it's the devil stuff going on over there. I'm just simply saying they gave him a little bit of something because that was her full name. Now... I want to see it. Yeah, so you have a, and that's it. Now let's get back to um, why it's important who she is. Egyptus. Now, if you hear the story of Egyptus, not only did she marry Ham and she gave birth to Cush, but her daughter, who's also named Egyptus, is supposed to be who they deified as the goddess um, Isis. Okay, Mizraim already we know is Egypt. We know that. And even his his descendants, which in Jasher, I think they name his descendants by name. But in the Bible, they just named the whole races that came after him, like the Ludim, the Anamim, like it for whole races that just came out of him that just pretty much end up being the foundations of egypt and the surrounding nations of egypt and then you have cush who we know became ethiopia but then what happens later is even though you have egyptus who is supposed to be isis and she's supposed to be according to legend the one that found egypt underwater i don't know how true that is i didn't see none of that on this side that's supposed to be the mormon legend you have cush over here now cush is supposed to be married to Semiramis, right? And Semiramis and him produce Nimrod, remember? So then Nimrod, though, marries Semiramis, his mother and his wife, and then they then have Tammuz. Okay, Now, this is all the bloodline of Egypt, of, of Egyptus, Nilatamuk, Olivia, or Cain's descendants who managed to eventually manage to get themselves into Egypt, where they had all that uh, ancient mystery school teachings and knowledge. Lord knows it was pagan to the bone and magic, magic, magic through and through. Black pagan dark arts through and through. That's where you get Nimrod, uh, Semiramis who is also his wife and mother, and then when he passes away, she believes that he was turned into some type of a sun god, and she was pregnant, and she believed that Tammuz, and it was supposed to be this whole it was a whole reincarnation. It was a whole thing. And this became Nimrod's family, uh, divine Trinity, or this is when the Trinity started. As far as them trying to say, uh, Nimrod was supposed to be God, the father Tammuz is supposed to be God, the son. And then Samaramus is supposed to be the dove or the Holy spirit that joins it all together. And then from there, you had all those pagan traditions throughout time with the Trinity and that damn December 25th, which by the time the Messiah came. Along, they were saying, "Well, you got that story, Christians, or if you're, you know, from the um, Horus and you know the Osiruses and all all these Egyptian stuff and all these other um, legends." When truth be told, just like from the beginning, the devil has. A little bit of a leg up and knowing what's gonna happen, and so what he likes to do is mimic because all he did there was kind of make, and then you see how they used to do the fake Virgin Marys that was not really the Messiah but it's really supposed to be the Antichrist and the mother of the Antichrist, but they would call it the the Madonna and all these other kind of things. This is the stuff that that he that he does, okay. And so the Trinity was born, and those kind of things was going up, up, along the way. So then we found out also in the previous episode that I did that not only the Cain's children managed to somehow make it past the flood, somehow access that knowledge that was on the pillars, and also tap back into what's in their bloodline already, which was fallen, ma- fallen angel, um, demonic arts and skills, because that's how the Egyptian dynasty was so advanced in doing all these things. But now after they left Egypt, we know that there was the, Dru- um, the Druid Isles, you know how they went over to the British Isles and they started Druidism because all they really did after that was change the name of it which is why Egypt will always be here and you're always going to have the Ossianite and I know a lot of G- Egyptian symbolism, the phallus and all these things because at the end of the day, Egypt is still here. But before it was Egypt, it, it was it's Babylonian because you got to remember um, Nimrod was also in the mix. By the time you got Egypt just and all this, that's just one thing. But then from that spring of Nimrod, which was of the first world order and there had to be a spirit in him and I couldn't see how it wasn't in him because the, the bloodline running to, through him would have had to then um, run into through through Cain, and we see that based on the genealogy and the crazy thing about it is even if you didn't want to believe it it crazily enough it says in Jasher that he picked three daughters from one guy then the one guy you have to remember if you look at all the Eliakims of the bible because I had to find this Eliakim I had to find the Eliakim so I finally said don't chase Eliakim find out who find out who the um Find out who the who the father was for all of them. Once I found out who the father was for all of them, I said, stop trying to figure out which, where he was in, in history. Just follow who his fathers were. Once I found out that his father was Lamech, I'm like, well, in our side, it says Lamech, and then it says, uh, I mean, it says Methuselah or Methu." Zayel, and then it goes straight to Lamech. That's when I realized, well, what is Lamech? I tried to ask myself, and I Googled it. Is Lamech one and the same with Kim? No, they're brothers. So this would have been from another line, and it would not have followed, but it still was from the last. So you know what? This is what I'm talking about. If you really look, and you might have to look a little bit hard, but it's there. It's right there. It tells you, Kim. It says that Nila, Nila Tama'uk was Ham's wife. Her full name was Egyptus Nilatamauk. On the other side of the Mormons, they said that her name was Egyptus and she married him. And all they pretty much said after that was that she was the founder of Egypt. And it's funny because when you look at the genealogy, hold on, let me, let me hit her. Egyptus Neelatama'uk. When I hit her, it says, it literally says here, Egyptus spouses is Ham. Ham, Ben, Noah. Ham, son of Noah. Then it says that she had Cush with him. And then it says Isis bent Ham. But Isis, it literally says Isis bent Ham. Isis, son of Ham. But really it's Egyptus who they deified as and what I mean by that is her her name was Egyptus, and she had a daughter named Egyptus. So her daughter, Egyptus, who was also the sister of Mizraim. I just want to make sure it's clear. I don't want to keep repeating myself, but I just want to make sure it's clear so that you all see this. And y'all are more than welcome to go to com and take a look at all of this, because at the end of the day, yeah, they definitely made it to um pagan Egypts. And then after that, they took it further, and they are still amongst us, most likely into breeding and working with people that that's not necessarily of the bloodline. They're not loyal; they'll get down with anybody who's ready to get down and just get the job done. But I thought that was very, very interesting. Just like if you think if you think that sounds crazy, which I don't know why it would, but uh, well, I know I didn't lose my place. Oh well, I found a, I found a place where they was talking about. Um, Rikayan in the ancient book of Jasher. I oh, here it is. And Rikayan was from the land of Shinar. You could say Mesopotamia or Babylon. And he was a man of all understanding and wisdom, like most of the people of the land were, because they got most of the information from the fallen angels. Anyway, it says that he had resolved to come over to Egypt. This is chapter, chapter 13. Actually, this is chapter 14. In the book of Joshua, and I'm now in verse two. It said he resolved to go unto Egypt to Osiris. You see, this is how they and even in Joshua. To Osiris, the son of Anam. Now, when you're talking about Anam, you're like, okay, Osiris. The, the, the fact that they even was using these terms, this was how they was getting down. And most, by this time, they already had original names. They was children of him with names you probably could trace. But they already deified themselves. So they was already carrying on, talking about they was a god of this or a god of that. Or maybe they was. But it says here, Ammon, also spelled Amun, A-M-U-N, or A-M-E-N, or Ammon, with two M's, was an Egyptian deity who was revered as king of the gods. It says Ammon may have been originally of one of the eight deities of the uh, Hermopolite creation myth. Okay, and that's it. Just talked about him as pretty much a god. But even though he's a god, he was really probably most a person with maybe supernatural, some kind of... Uh, DNA and if he didn't have the DNA they probably just wanted to act like gods because they had dark magic with them and made himself king because that's what they were doing was just deifying themselves or they had the seed of the fallen and maybe there really was something ordained by their gods to make them sit in power on the throne. Okay, and that's... um, I feel like I have more to say but I know for a fact that I think that's pretty much it because I'm still looking myself into some other things like why was ham not mentioned <laughs> why was ham not mentioned i mean i know he was cursed maybe that was i don't know but he still have to be listed as born he is listed under his father but he is not listed under his mother so then i kept trying to look up and see who ham mother was um i guess it would make sense let me see and I just keep, they just keep going back to who Noah's wife was, but said I don't know that that means because you see these these they had, a lot of times a man could have more than one wife and more children. It don't necessarily mean Jacob had twelve sons, but he had them between four women. Two of them was his legitimate wives, and two of them was handmaids. They said sometimes um in the ancient day, legend of the Jews they said sometimes the uh, the ones that was the children of the married. Of Leah and Rachel, sometimes they would go around and tease the tease the the brethren that was of the handmaids and call them slaves, <laughs> just off just off like pettiness. <laughs> they all brethren, you know, but they would sometimes just be like, you know, we're a little bit better than you, are. you're you are the the offspring of the slaves, so. Yeah, that's that's pretty much as far as I got into it. I'm trying to I'm trying to look at these notes because I scribbled. I'm not gonna lie, I scribbled so much, and I realized that most of my scribbles, all I had to do is make a tree. And once I made the tree, that that said like this, uh, fallen angel. Guess guess what Eve? It gets makes Cain. Kane. Cain's wife, his first wife, supposed to be his sister. It was either her name was either Anwan or something with the with L Lua, Luz, Don't quote me. Something with the L, and I think uh. Yeah, they just procreated Enoch, and then Enoch had Irad. Irad had, once you see Irad, Mahajael, even if it says Methuselah, it's supposed to be Methuselah, and then it went to Eliakim, and Eliakim would lead down to Egypt. This is me chasing for you, girl, and you, and then I said Eliakim, so I had to go to scripture just to find out what else about Niyala Ma'uk, Come to find out those other two girls, just like it said the other came. It said in genealogy, had other two other daughters. I look, and the two other daughters is right there. It says it. Noah went and picked three daughters from this one guy. Then enlist them by name in the Book of Jubilees. And the Book of Jubilees, the names they use is the names that's there. Could it be that they're just trying to use according to Scripture? I don't know. All I know is this is how it all falls, and no matter how you put it, they still bring this side back to Cain. And that side is connected to the phone. And that side ended up all the way in Jeep in Greek. I mean in Greek. I'm tired in Egypt because Egyptus, Big Egyptus, Mama Egyptus Neela Tamauk, made baby Egyptus, the girl, who was known as I in the Isis. So he had a daughter too. They don't talk about the daughter. Then you had Mizraim. and then you have Kush. Okay. That's what it says was her children. I don't know if Hannah had otherwise. Or this what it said. And from Cush, she had Nimrod. Okay, and Nimrod just married his wife, mother. We see how it went from there. Deified him, made him a sun god. He was a tyrant among the earth. First one world ruler. You know, you see it. Like the second one world ruler is supposed to come and be the an Antichrist. He already came with the spirit of an Antichrist. And technically, Nimrod is descended a t- two cane on the side of his mother. On the side of, um, I guess you could say his father, but his father through his grandmother, Egyptus. Hmm. He's half and half, but Ham's already cursed. So, yeah, that's why as far as I got, I really don't think that there's anything else that I have. It's amazing because me putting it together, took a whole, I mean, explaining it to you all, I mean, took a whole lot of shorter time (laughs) than it did for me to put it together. And there was times when I got close and then I got so far away and it seemed like it was never going to happen. But then the Lord finally steered me back on track to where I should have been. Yeah, so that's that's how we have it. Yep. And there's a question of if Ham had two wives. You know. Because you have to understand, Ham had Canaan and put. And so I did read somewhere where it said that um actually couldn't have been a second wife. Maybe it maybe a second wife ended up giving him Canaan. This is where they, this is where there's some questions too, because it said that, um, long story short, for Egyptus, that her biological children with Ham was only Mizraim, Egyptus, slash, Isis, and Cush. But then it said that Canaan and put. Was technically her stepsons. That's what I read in other places. I'm just gonna tell you that. So this why I was also trying to figure out a question of Ham between who was his mother. Did she? Did he really come from Nama? And I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying based on that really questioning thing that I read. That usually seems like it's pregnant with more. <laughs> pregnant mean like there's more lingering and I don't know about. And um. Yeah. I and and that. So and also trying to figure out with him. How many wives did he have? Same as I'm still trying to figure out Amzara's place um, concerning Nama. But again, Nama... If this Nama is on Cain's side, she was also on the boat. She's also connected to Cain. All of them connected to Cain. You take Nama out, and let's say you don't want to say she connected to the Enoch who was Cain's firstborn. Let's say when they say her father was Enoch, you don't want to consider that Enoch. Let's say you want to consider as the righteous Enoch on the other side. Well, fine. You still have to explain these other three women that was on the boat who were proven, according to our side at least, to be the descendants of Eliakim. Who Eliakim is the son of, though ain't no other Eliakims. Walking that I know of or could even find, okay? And this one is the only one who's connected to Lamech as a brother and literally says he had three daughters. Not, I don't know what else to do with this information, but to present it to you all. And then from there, you all can decide for yourself. But I pretty much see where it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm, convinced I am that this is what it was. You know, something mixed in. We, it ain't, but it had to come in from after the flood. We all descended from one of the three brothers right somehow so it had to have been that came came through something you know maybe the bloodline to a child i don't know more to come though thank you all for listening especially through these last few episodes on of the information has been choppy i've been trying to just present it to you all how i see it as best as i can but most importantly trying to make sure you all get these resources too so um on that note i love you guys and i'll see you all next time here on Who's on the Lord's Side.